0: As we do this, we raise our vibration and heighten the collective consciousness. And that, my friend, is the joyful journey. Let's dive in. Hey, Joyful Journeyer, Anita Adams here, your host. And today I want to talk about becoming compassionate. What is Compassion. According to the Cambridge Dictionary, compassion is defined as a strong feeling of sympathy and sadness for other people's suffering or bad luck, and a desire to help. I've always thought of myself as a compassionate individual, but I've discovered I have some work to do in this department. I've shared with you before that I have a daily spiritual writing practice where I tune in for guidance from my spirit guides. Since moving to Europe nearly six months ago, I have continuously received the instruction from my spirit guides to pay attention, to simply notice everything around me and what stirs up within. I understood there was some learning that needed to happen that would come from this instruction. I didn't anticipate the lesson would be about compassion, though. I didn't even think that was something I needed to develop. About a month ago, at the beginning of our family cycling trip through Albania, I experienced an incident with some children. Let me share that story. We are on the side of the road fixing my punctured tire when three children approach us. I guess the two boys to be 12 and 10 and the little girl to be 7. The ringleader is clearly the 10-year-old. He is a good head and shoulders smaller than the oldest kid, but with an attitude twice his size. At first, I find these kids kind of cute, if not a bit sassy. They're poking and touching everything, asking questions, but not in English, and we are left guessing what they are trying to say. They know the odd English word. Money, says one. Nice try, our daughter Danielle says, laughing. Suddenly, my attitude towards these children changes. They're gypsies, says my inner voice. They want money. They might try to take something from us and they are not going to leave us alone. I want out of here. These kids aren't bothered by Danielle's no, and they keep poking and prattling on about who knows what. Then the little girl points at my son, Brennan, and the eyebrow ring that pierces his left brow. Gay says the ringleader, and then he punches Brennan in the arm and continues to try to hit him. My anxiousness around these children mounts. Brennan manages to deal with this kid without losing his cool, and soon enough, we are on our way again. This experience leaves me feeling icky and fearful. I begin to wonder if there is an undercurrent of homophobia sentiment in Albanian society and I decide from this one incident that I do not like the town of Duras where we had this unpleasant experience and I remain in a funky mood for the duration of our stay. A few days later, I made a post on Facebook about this experience, which I called an ugly story. And I was called out by a friend. She asked me, where is my compassion? And proceeded to say, the only ugly part of this story is that those kids live in a place where they have to or are pushed to beg strangers for money. Where is your concern for their well being and future? She also pointed out that the term gypsy, which I used in my post, is degrading and discriminating. I responded to my friend somewhat defensively, justifying my position and my feelings. Her words, where is your empathy? Where is your compassion? stuck with me though. During my next spiritual writing session, I received the message again, open your eyes, notice what is around you, really notice. And I realized I'm not really seeing these people that I have unkindly and incorrectly labeled as gypsies. That's when I started to pay attention to my behavior and attitude more closely. If I saw someone asking for money or trying to sell me something I didn't want, like a balloon on a stick or a rose or a package of tissues, I'd suddenly adopt a cold exterior, avert my eyes, and walk past them or turn a shoulder to block out the person wanting to sell me something. Often these persons are children. Often they don't have anything to sell either and may be carrying another small child on their hips begging for money. My first thoughts about these children were, they wanna scam me, they wanna take my money. This is a big con. These are not compassionate thoughts. Since my friend called me out, I started to question these thoughts and beliefs, where they came from and if they are founded in any truth. I realized that for the most part, they are not founded in truth that there is a large population of very poor people who are deeply discriminated against and have an incredibly hard time creating the beautiful life I often talk about creating. Then I started to wonder, how do you increase your compassion? Throwing up walls to block out what you perceive as being ugly is not the way to grow it. Being curious about others, not judging them based on preconceived ideas, and treating them with kindness. These ways of being are stepping stones to compassion. They enable you to see, really see what's in front of you. And when you see, you will have the desire to help. That is what compassion is, recognizing the suffering or bad luck of others coupled with a desire to help ease that suffering. My daughter, Danielle, demonstrated this beautifully the other day. We are still on our cycling tour of Eastern Europe, and we rolled into a little town in Bulgaria where we decided to lock up our bikes and have some lunch before continuing on. Two young boys approach us. They are really curious about our bikes and all the bags on them, pointing to things and saying who knows what. They don't speak any English, but again, they know the word for money and eventually ask for some. Danielle engages with them all the while, treating them as curious children and laughing with them. Then she pulls out a Bulgarian note and gives it to the boys. It was the equivalent of about one Canadian dollar. Danielle then continues to to engage with these boys, pulling things off her bike and saying the English word, word for them and laughing. She doesn't dismiss them. She doesn't feel uncomfortable by their presence. She has no problem giving them a bit of money to... To her, they are simply kids being kids, curious and playful, who likely don't have it quite as good as she does, and she is happy to give them a little money. I believe compassion starts by opening your eyes and seeing what's in front of you, not just the beautiful things you wanna see, by treating everyone you meet with kindness. That doesn't mean you have to give money to every person with their hand out, but it does mean seeing them and being kind to them, not blocking them out because they make you feel uncomfortable. I challenge you to open your eyes and see the less fortunate that are among you. Really see them. They are there, the homeless, the downtrodden. Notice any walls that you may be putting up when you encounter the less fortunate. What stories do you have about these people? What justifications do you have for walking past them without even looking at them? Question why you put up those walls and then open your eyes and look. You do not have to give money to make a difference in the life of someone less fortunate. If you can, wonderful. If you cannot, a kind word, a smile, an acknowledgement can also go a long way. I still have more work to do in the compassion department. I still feel a level of discomfort when I see someone sitting on a street corner begging for money, and my immediate reaction to not look is still strong. Awareness is the key to any lasting change, and I must thank my friend for helping me recognize this area of growth that I need to work on. The world needs more compassion now than ever. I hope you will join me in growing your compassion. Thanks for tuning in, Joyful Journeyer. We'll catch you next time. Thank you for joining me on the Joyful Journey podcast. If anything resonated for you from today's show, or if you are looking for more clarity in your life, clarity of purpose, or how to activate that purpose, then head over to joyfuljourney.ca and become a member of our community. We'll start by sending you a free download of our three guiding principles to inner wisdom, which will give you a great foundation for finding the clarity you are seeking. And you'll become part of a growing community of people who are raising the collective consciousness. So head over to joyfuljourney.ca and I look forward to connecting with you directly.